Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. In today's podcast, I am responding to a lot of questions that I get about how do you recapture your identity after trauma? And as we know, Trauma can happen to us in so many different ways and you get really complex trauma and you get trauma that is still trauma but not as complex and you get less complex trauma. So trauma comes in so many different ways but all the time it can really knock your identity. Especially very complex trauma at early stages of one's developmental stages but at any stage, I mean if you get into a terrible marriage and you get abused in that marriage, your identity can go for a shot. If you involve with someone in your family who's got incredibly narcissistic type emotional behaviors, that can affect your identity. So trauma can affect you in so many ways. A young child being told that they can't cope or that they're terrible or whatever. When we get things spoken over us that come from positions of authority or people that we look up to or people that have some kind of authority over us, it can really wire into our brain and affect our identity. So it's literally a situation of the toxicity wiring into our brain and blocking who we are. So we look at ourselves through this. And it actually happens. So if it's repeated often enough, within six, within nine weeks, if you've had the same thing said to you over and over, you will start thinking that's who you are. And because it's not who you really are, it's what someone else is thinking you are. And speaking that over you from their own complex trauma, so their complex trauma is manifesting through what they're saying into your life, but because of who they are in your life, it's affecting you, that then shatters your identity. So what I strongly recommend that you do as you listen to this podcast is also take the time to go back and listen to the other podcast I did on identity where I spoke very specifically about the concept of identity, what it is, the science. And today I'm going to also talk about that, but I'm going to talk more around when you've had things spoken over over you, how you can change that. But I really recommend pair it up with that podcast where I gave the broad overview and understanding of the science of identity and the science of being wired for love and the science of the fact that you can do something that no one else can do because it's a very encouraging podcast and the content in there will help you apply, will give you language and, and, and statements that you can use as you use the neurocycle to help you restore your identity. So I'm going to also give you an example of using a neurocycle to do that. And as you've heard me so many times before, the neurocycle is how you get your wise mind talking to your messy mind to help you to rewire your brain, detox your brain and detox your body from all those experiences that you've potentially had. Okay, so you'll find out about the neurocycle in my latest book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, and also in the app, the Neurocycle app. So these podcasts are meant to, to give you direction and guidance in specific things, and then you dive in and you get the full program in the app. 
and or the book. I'd recommend both if you can get your hands on both. Okay, so getting back to the, the, the podcast details, just very quickly, I have my annual mental health conference, second through the 4th of December in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be so practical, so hands-on. The kind of things that I discuss in my podcast, I'm going to be demonstrating there, neuroplasticity techniques to rewire your brain, different techniques to calm down the neurochemistry in your brain, to deal with panic attacks, anxiety, the post-COVID, well, I'm still in the COVID, but the impact of, of lockdown and all the trauma around COVID, COVID brain, depression, anxiety, warnings, which are warning signals, how to deal with these. So it's really practical, hands-on. I'm also going to be offering CMEs and CEUs, so if you need those, you'll be able to register separately for those. So join me at the conference. It's live, and if you, the link is in the show notes. Just go to drleafconference.com. This podcast is for educational purposes and is not medical advice. So if you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And now on to today's podcast. So trauma, as we know, is absolutely horrific of any level. And it's, it always upsets us and throws us out of balance because it is a psychoneurobiological experience. And by that I mean is that through our mind, which is the psycho part of us, the psychology, the psych, psych part of us, our mind is our think, feel, choose. So as we're going through something, we're thinking about it, feeling and choosing, thinking, feeling, choosing, thinking, feeling, choosing at 400 billion actions per second. So we're receiving the experience through this think, feel, choose, which is energy that's generated in gravitational fields and electromagnetic forces and pushed into our brain. And as it, as the mind shows up in the brain, as this experience that the mind is bringing into the brain, it shows up in the brain. It creates a reaction. The brain neurochemically and electromagnetically and genetically then converts that experience into physical changes in the brain that are made of proteins and chemicals and that look like trees. So if it's a toxic experience, there's my toxic tree. And if it's a healthy experience, here is a healthy tree. So these are thought trees. Trees, thoughts look like trees. So every experience builds into your brain as a thought and a thought tree, they look like trees. And as a thought, as a tree is made of, mem- of roots and branches, so a thought is made of memories, root memories and branch memories. I've done a podcast as well on the difference between thoughts and memories. And I would recommend you go listen to that as well to help you understand. But this, whatever that trauma was, has been built into your brain. Now, the more established the trauma was, so if you've constantly had things repeatedly said over you, this has become very strong. So if someone keeps saying the same thing to you day in and day out, within 63 days, it's become a long-term memory. 63 days later, it's become a very strong memory with a lot of power and so on. So every nine weeks, this thing changes in its power level. I mean, it's changing every day, but big chunks of time, every 63 days is when we see massive chunks of change, massive energy changes in the brain. And if this is whatever you are, is getting the most attention, is growing bigger and bigger and bigger, and then this becomes the dominant force of how we are seeing things. Now, what's key with identity and trauma is the fact that there's the root part is the traumatic experience. It's the root. It's the origin story. It's what happened. Like any tree, when it grows, seed is planted, the roots grow, the tree trunk grows, the branches grow. This is what's happening with each experience that we have. The mind receives it, plants the seed in the brain, the roots grow, which is the origin, the story, what happened. And then this is how you're processing it, and then this is your interpretation. So as it's, as the part of as this thing happens, the interpretation happens. The root is the source, memories, 
interpretation memories, source memories, interpretation memories, and this is building and building as as you go through the experience. So in any one 30-minute session of a traumatic experience, for example, you're going to have a lot of roots grown and a lot of interpretation grown, and that then leads to coping skills and trauma responses. And I've also done a, a podcast on the trauma responses, which will also help you a lot in understanding and processing these this this particular podcast today. So they will build on each other to help you. Okay, so when we talk about trauma affecting identity, we talk about how we are seeing ourselves. So at our core, we see in our psychoneurobiology, this is a quick summary of, and you, if you want to go into more depth, go to the podcast on identity. But basically we see that our brain and body, our neuro and our biology, our neurobiology and our body biology are wired for survival, for love. So therefore, you don't have things in your in your brain and your body that can accommodate for anything that's not going to work for you. So you don't have broken, unless there's like a traumatic brain injury, but I'm talking about your actual design of your your wiring, how your neurobiology works. It's It works. What we study when we study neuroscience and biology and neurobiology, we see the marvelous and intricate way that the brain and the body are designed to work. And we see that when there are interruptions to that, that then that creates problems inside of our body and our brain and therefore in our mind and vice versa. So we see that our our actual core of who we are is this beautiful biology and our minds which drive the brain and the biology. So three separate things, mind, brain, body. The, the In our mind as well, we have this optimism bias, this drawn towards love and survival. So anything that's out of that range is going to be upsetting the balance in the mind, the brain and the body and creating these physical changes, and I talk about a lot of those in my book based on my recent clinical trials, and I refer to studies, other studies there as well, and that disrupts your physical functioning. Okay, so that's like a quick overview. So when we talk about trauma affecting our identity, think of the trauma event becoming a physical change inside of your brain. It becomes a gravitational field, an electromagnetic field change in your mind, so that means all this energy stuff going or in your, that it's, it's hard to picture, but when you're dead, you can't do what I'm doing, talk, respond, etc. So there's energy around me, and that energy is electromagnetic energy, photons, gravitational fields. And so everything I'm experiencing is first grabbed and built there, and it goes around us and through us, and then it becomes this physical tree in the brain, and then it changes every cell of the body. So we store every experience in our mind, our brain as trees, and in our body. That's why when we have some kind of traumatic experience and we recall it, post-traumatic stress, recall when we when it's triggered, you can be years away from the actual original incident, but the same bodily response can occur, that same whoosh. If you haven't dealt with it, it's still there like a volcano and it explodes. And so you get that same physical feeling in your body, the data from your brain, from the thought trees, and then the over, putting the whole experience together is your mind. So when we're doing trauma work, we are looking at all of those signals to unpack this so that we take the, the power out of this and reframe it, reconceptualize it into something that works for us. Is there something interfering with your happiness, always preventing you from achieving your goals? I know this happens to me, even though I work in the field of mental health, and I find it incredibly helpful to talk to someone I trust when I find myself in the stuck place. Indeed, one of the best things about our society today is that we can access professional help at the click of a button. If we need to talk to someone about what we are going through, we don't even have to leave the house. 
This is why I love and recommend BetterHelp to everyone that asks me. They are an amazing company that can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so that you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. They also have a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. And their services are available for clients worldwide. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I am proud to say that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Cleaning Up the Mental Mess listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and offer details are in the show notes. But now, when we have that experience, these are the, this is the experience and this is the interpretation. Our interpretation of ourselves based on this experience is where the identity starts getting shot. So if someone keeps saying something negative to you or doing something negative to you, like maybe a physical abuse or a verbal abuse as a child, and you keep hearing day in and day out, 63-day cycles, 63-day cycles, so for years you are hearing the same negative things where you're having the same physical abuse or whatever it may be, you have, this is huge, strong, pervasive, invasive, and your interpretation of what's happening, this is what's happening, this is your interpretation part of it, is seeing is totally distorted. So you're seeing yourself as broken, as shame, as not valued, as stupid, as whatever it is, as not worthwhile, whatever that person has said and done to you. And that's coming from their trauma, which doesn't excuse what they've done because you're the victim here. But they need to do work on fixing themselves up because they're taking their pain out on you. And so you have to protect yourself. And so that interpretation affects your identity. So once you go through the process of healing, and I talk a lot about healing of trauma in my books, and, and we've done a lot of podcasts on that, and in the NeuroCycle app is like me giving you therapy to deal with that. But now I specifically want to focus a little bit more on the identity part. Our interpretation of ourself gets distorted when away from that wired for love mode, that internal wisdom, that optimism bias, the balance has been disrupted. So it's like there's all these if you think of a beautiful forest, an exquisite forest with birds singing and these trees are exquisite and it's just, like this, it's just all good. It's just phenomenal. So you walk through and you just go like, you're like a dream and it's beautiful flowers. and That's who you are. That's the core of your makeup. And it manifests in, it looks like that kind of thing in your mind and then it manifests as your beautiful brain and body biology. And when we have things happen to us, that gets disrupted. So think of it like these these trees are being built around, all around that beautiful forest. There's these black trees. So you've got to kind of get through these black trees to these toxic, alive, awful trees to get to the truth of who you are. And over, depending on the level of complexity, how long the trauma went on, your coping skills, what happened to you, this is a very unique and complex situation each time. So the overarching picture is these trees, but how many, how far down it goes, down the, the, the line of the forest, how thick they are, etc., is depend on each unique situation. But the issue is that, that you know, it's clouding your view of who you are. So to get your identity back after trauma requires 
going into your wise mind and spending time understanding identity. And that's why I strongly recommend that you listen to the identity podcast as well. And even if you spend 63 days, which is the time it's going to, minimum amount of time it's going to take to wire in an understanding of who you really are, you, I would start with that. I would start with the 63 day cycle where you take that information from that, from that particular podcast, use the app or use the book and actually spend your time just wiring in what identity actually is. This whole thing that I've been telling you about your brain and body and mind are wired for this and take that information and unpack it. I have a book called The Perfect You where I describe this in detail. I also have in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, where I talk in quite a lot of detail about this this intrinsic wide full of nature. So in finding your identity, you first have to believe that you have it. And belief starts with you getting knowledge. And I'm giving talking about you wiring in the science of identity. And that wiring in of that science of identity is building in an identity insurance policy. Because I'm pretty certain... If you're listening to me and you're battling with restoring your identity after trauma, that it's very hard to accept what I'm saying, that you're actually phenomenal, that you're amazing, that there's something that you can do that no one else can do, that no one is competition for you, that you are your own category, and that this is not motivation, this is science, hardcore science, and that your psychoneurobiology is all geared for your unique specialization. And you have these 200 specializations across your brain. And they are, only you can use those in your way with all this complex circuitry. And 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 no one can bring to the table the piece of the puzzle that you are. Because if you don't show up in, in who you are and develop who you are, that piece of the puzzle is always missing. So if everyone in this world is a piece of the puzzle and you're not showing up in who you are, that piece of puzzle is missing. That's how important your identity is. You enhance me, I enhance you. So that belief you may have to spend 63 days working on, using the neurocycle, gathering awareness of these facts, reflecting on them deeply, taking maybe one fact each day and taking 21 facts over the first 21 days and then growing those into into a stable memory over the next 42 because that's how the system works. The first 21 is that you're building something in, deconstructing, reconstructing, and then you are you are stabilizing and growing that over the next 42 days. And I walk you through that in the book and in the app. Okay. And so you may have to, to take these negative statements that you have, have, have about yourself that you instinctively know are not true, but there's a huge chasm between what you, what you kind of instinctively know, but you can't quite get your head around because of this. So that's like the number one thing is you're going to really have to understand the science of identity. And then after that, you can then start going a little deeper and taking maybe each statement that was spoken over you and reconceptualizing that. So what I'm going to do is give you an overarching kind of five-step neurocycle, which is just, you can't just do this once for it to change you. It's just kind of how you would approach this with these five steps and you would take that and break that down into the 63 days and you would do this as many times as you need until you start feeling that you are starting to restore who you really are, and starting to feel who you really are. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. A lovely story I heard years ago, I'm just looking at my notes here, that I want to share is a beautiful story about a little boy that was watching an artist. There was a huge big block of marble and there was this artist every day who was like chipping away at this huge big block of marble day after day. And day after day, this little boy would come and sit there and watch. And then eventually one day, this was in Italy, he could not contain his 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 curiosity anymore. And he said, hey, signore, what are you doing? Why are you hitting that rock? And the, Michelangelo turned around to this little boy and said, because inside this block is an angel waiting to come out. And I'm chipping away to let the angel come free. And I thought that's just like one of the nicest stories I heard, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But it sounds like it could definitely be true. And that was the statue of David that Michelangelo was sculpting. And it was a work of art. And not that David was an angel, but there was this beautiful angel inside. There was this beautiful creation inside. And that's what you are. There's a beautiful creation, but life puts this block around us. And extensive abuse does that. So you have to chip away, chip away. And it takes time. So the neurocycle is your chisel. The five steps of the neurocycle and all the things that go around, the brain preparation and the mindset and giving yourself grace and the kindness, all the things that I teach you in the neurocycle and the things I talk about on this podcast to help you understand are your chisel daily chipping away at that and at that rock to let the angel inside out, to let you out on the, and unleash you on the world with something you can do that no one else can do. And we all suffer until you actually are being who you are designed to be. And it can be done. And that's why I use the story because like you look at a big block of marble and you look at how many years it took to, to chisel that into that magnificent statue of David, which I've seen. And it's just like unbelievable that you can get a block to that, a block of marble to that. That can be done. It's hard work. It takes time. And that's what we've just got to mentally prepare our mind for, that it is there. we just got to keep going till we find it. And you might have to do a 63-day neurocycle believing that there is an angel inside that block. You may, That may just be all you do for one minute a day. You can do the five steps in one minute a day for 63 days just to believe that. And so these are simple steps you can take. If you think, I can't do all the complex stuff, well, then just start there for 63 days. For one minute a day, use the five steps. Help yourself to understand that underneath this block is this beautiful you waiting to come out. And that all those lies spoken over to you, all that abuse, all that trauma is that big block around you, but it can come off. But you're going to have to chisel away at that. And people can help you along the way and pass you the chisel, encourage you, but you have to do the chipping away at your own block. You can't get someone else to chip away. But your therapist, coach can help and guide you and encourage you. And the chisel is the neurocycle because it's a science of how you get your mind to change and rewire your, your mind to change your mind to rewire your brain and your body. Okay, so basically, here, here's, the, here's a basic neurocycle to help you get going. Okay, so always start with brain prep. And I mentioned that already. You've got to prepare your brain because when you start dealing with something like, I'm hopeless, I'm useless, I can't do this. And I mean, I've worked with enough people that have felt hopeless in their life, suicidal, etc., to know that this is not easy. And that you, when you start trying to deal with stuff that has happened to you, it's hard. So you have to prepare your brain because your brain's going to get a reaction. You're going to have neurochemical chaos. You're going to have adrenaline rushes. You're going to have, and you need to know how to calm and decompress those things. So the brain preparation helps you to get the neurochemistry under control, etc. And I do in the app, I give you a two to three minute brain prep every day. In the book, I've got examples. One of my favorite is 
a 10-second pause breathing, which you would have heard me teach many times before if you've listened to me, but honestly, it's very powerful. And there's many different ones. I mean, you can use tapping, havening, you can use all kinds of things. And as I said in the app, I give you 21 different um, ideas of brain prep. And you're coming into the neurocycle with so much kindness for yourself. So before you begin the brain prep, you're telling yourself, this is not who I am. This is who I've become. I'm finding the block inside, that kind of thing. Giving yourself grace, seeing that angel inside the block, that kind of stuff. That's why I said, listen to the identity podcast. Do maybe a whole neurocycle just where you work on trying to understand the science of identity and, and wiring that in as this identity tree in your brain that becomes literally a lattice onto which you now, the, as you now fixing your identity, you can hang it onto this. This is the truth. This is who I really am. And just hearing me say it once is not enough, but if you practice it 63 days, you'll build this into your brain and you'll have it there. And that'll be then the resilience that you use, your insurance policy, your identity insurance policy to help you fix your identity. And then, yeah, so here's now when you're doing the, once you've done all of that, and now you're actually starting to really unpack and find out who you really are and really release that angel, here's a basic overarching neurocycle. So first of all, you're going to gather awareness. Five steps, gather, reflect, write into the metacog, recheck, active reach. Okay, each is doing phenomenal things in the mind, brain and body. I have a great chart in here that shows that when you do step one, this is happening in your mind, your brain, your body. When you do step two, this is happening in your mind, your brain and your body. Don't skip a step, don't add a step. That is the science of how you drive your mind to drive your neuroplasticity and rewire. So step one is gather awareness. Gather means that you're controlling it. You're gathering. If you go and gather apples in an orchard, you're not standing under the apple tree and they're all landing on your head. You are going and choosing the apple tree and you're choosing the apples and you're picking the apple and you're putting that into your basket. Okay, so it's gathering. You're gathering. You're controlling. You're getting agency. You're being empowered. You 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 have the ability to to control the situation. So, you, so they're going to gather awareness. Just let me step back one step. Quickly, the brain preparation, I did. I started explaining but didn't finish explaining. That one, of the, one of the great techniques is breathing. We all know that. We hear so much about that. One of my favorite is the 10-second pause. And I have a variation of that, different variations of that in my book and my app. But basically, you breathe in for three counts, but super deep so that your whole abdomen expands. And really deep, and then you push out for seven counts, but you force it out. And that pushes oxygen and blood flow to the front of your brain, calms down your neurochemistry. Do that six to nine times, which is 60 to 90 seconds. And that helps to get that brain prepared for the work of finding your identity after trauma. Again, you can do that each day as you do this. You're not going to fix your trauma in one day. I've already said it. I'll say it again. You're going to have to go through this 63-day cycle. The first 21 days, you spend 15 to 45 minutes, and the second 42 days, you spend about five minutes. First 21 days, you do the five steps, 15 to 45 minutes. The second 42 days, you do the five steps for around about five minutes, okay? So overarching example of now gathering awareness, coming back to that self, back to the the neurocycle. What do you gather awareness of? You gather awareness of the distorted beliefs about yourself. Now, the first day you do it, you're not going to find all of them. You're gathering. You might only find two. And then the day two, you may find another one. And day three, you may find none because you're trying to still deal with the first three. And day five, you may find five. And so it goes on. And maybe by day six and seven, you think you've got all of them and you go for a few days. And day 14, you find another one. And so it's gathering awareness of these distorted beliefs about yourself, these interpretations that have come from the origin, the experience. Okay? So... These hide behind, or you'll find them, if you want to look for them and find what they are, 
They hide behind emotions. So the distorted beliefs which are in here are hiding behind or you can tune into them from being like being a thought detective. The clues to those, if you think of yourself as a thought detective, the clues are in your emotions, which are warning signals. They're in your behaviors. They're in your bodily symptoms like GI issues or whatever. And they're in your perspective, how you're looking at, at life based on that experience. Okay, so these hide behind the warning signals of panic attacks, hovering anxiety, irritability, obsessions, emotional numbing, detachment, depression, shame, and guilt. So those are the kind of the more, but those are the kind of standard emotional warning signals that you will that are clues for you that there's an identity issue. I'll read them again. Panic attacks, hovering anxiety, anger, irritability, obsessions, emotional numbing, and detachment, depression, shame, and guilt. Now, obviously, those emotions are common to a lot of different scenarios, but those few seem to be very related to identity issues and they can also be part of other things too okay so it's not a a fixed list it's just a guidance so you go from these to then your behaviors so maybe there's you find that maybe kind of aggressive or maybe very sensitive or whatever to your perspective that you know you're just i'm worthless and to your emotional signals in your body maybe you suffer from terrible gi issues so you go grab those You've heard me mention the app Blinkist before, probably a few times by now. Well, have you downloaded it? If not, what are you waiting for? It's truly one of the most amazing and useful apps out there and so good for your mental and brain health. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. 8 million people are using Blinkist right now and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business health to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from bestsellers as well as the classic non-fiction titles you always meant to read but never had time to. With Blinkist you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed non-fiction books. All the books you want and all for one low price. Right now for a limited time Blinkist has a special offer just for my audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Dr. Leaf, try it free for seven days and save 25% of your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash Dr. Leaf to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Dr. Leaf. Then step two, you reflect. You start reflecting on what you've gathered into your basket And the reflection is all around, okay, this is what I've gathered, but this is not who I am. This is who I've become because of this, okay? And this interpretation and the distorted processing. And so you start reflecting on those. It's it's coming from the abuse, the neglect, and a lot of distorted, toxic messages that you have heard about who you are. So the reflect is to say, okay, this this is the emotion. This is the thought pattern. Those emotions and behaviors have led to this is the the actual so from the signals, you go to the actual statements about yourself. And those statements now you're reflecting on. And those statements are telling you basically things about how you're seeing yourself. So you, you need to tell us you, when you're reflecting, you're asking, answering, discussing, is this true? Where does this come from? Who said this? Why did they say this? When did they say that? So you're starting to gather information around how those could have built up. What are they, and you're doing this with your wise mind talking to your messy mind. I often used to tell my patients, put two chairs next to each other. And I'll do this in my therapy practice. And I'd have them sit in one and they're also in the other one. So the wise mind and messy mind. 
And you, the wise mind is talking to the messy mind in this accepting, forgiving, loving, safe environment. Okay? And then as you're doing the reflect, you're also going to try to identify the who you are statements and who they came from and when they came from, where, where they came from. So these distorted statements that people have said over you, what are they? What are the specifics? What are the details? What was actually said? Who said it? When did they say it? And you're not going to get that on day one, all of it. You're going to get just a little bit. Each day, you'll get more information. Day four, day seven, day 14, day 21, each are very, very, very revelatory days. And then you've got a good package by day 21, and then you're going to stabilize those over the next 21 day, 42 days. And then you may find you still need to do a lot. I'm pretty much guarantee you're going to have to do another cycle to unpeel another layer of the onion, lots of layers to get down to lots of, I use another analogy, onions, but lots, you've only chiseled a bit of the rock. Now you need to do some more chiseling and some more chiseling. So it may be multiple cycles. Of it. That's okay. It's, there's no time frame in finding you. Just keep doing it because each, each chip of that block is revealing you and helping you start to heal. And you're also being constructive. You're being deliberate. You're being intentional. You're taking control. You're getting your life back. You're not letting this own you. You are in a system of recovery. You're doing an active brain science system that is changing your brain and changing your mind and changing your body and bringing you to the light, releasing the angel. Step three, write down. So always gather awareness, reflect, and then write in the metacog, which is a way of organizing information that actually helps the two sides of the brain really work together, activates the two hundred specialities so that you can get super deep and get the wise mind working very intuitively and deeply with the messy mind in order to manage the process. So you get incredibly insightful. And as you use the metacog more and more, so you get more and more insightful. Recheck is the fourth step. So you're going to be writing, sorting out, also writing and sorting out what you've written onto the metacog, looking for the patterns and so on. And so in step four, the recheck, what you're going to do is you're going to start picking specifically with getting identity back after trauma. You are going to be picking apart what has become entwined into your true identity. So this has become entwined into your true identity. So these are the trees down the side of the you, and they can't get in, but they're blocking you getting in. They've created this like a wall. So as you do the neurocycle, you're chopping these down, and not just chopping them down because they'll grow back again. You're actually taking the soil away from the roots, and you are taking and upending them one negative statement at a time, one of these negative statements at a time, okay? One tree at a time is falling down, and that does take time. That's chipping away at the block. Okay, so you're picking apart what has become, has blocked your true identity or becoming twined into your true identity. It's very helpful to label or highlight on your metacog the experience and the effect. Okay, so that was the statement and that was the effect. So look at, in the recheck step, you can look at this statement was said over you like you are always, you're useless. And the effect, how did it make you feel? And that you would have captured from gather and reflect and the writing. And you can highlight those in different colors because now you're going to start saying, okay, well, that was what was said. And that's the impact. What's the reframing? What's the reconceptualization? What's the truth? And you may not believe it as you're saying it, but you will know what the truth is because the truth is that you aren't useless. And the impact was it made you feel useless. So that's not good. That's not survival. That's not your wired for love. So you are useful. There's something you can do that no one else can do. But it's not going to, you're not going to believe that on day one. You're only going to start believing that on day 63, around there, okay? So don't give up. Keep going. 
Research has shown that quality matters just as much as quantity when it comes to sleep and mind health. But what exactly is quality sleep and how do we achieve this? Since temperature drop is such a crucial aspect of the deep sleep stage, finding ways to activate that sleep switch can help increase your levels of deep sleep. That's where chilly sleep comes in. Chilly Sleep makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Since I started using the Oola mattress pad, which is a hydro-powered, temperature-controlled mattress topper that fits over your existing mattress to provide your ideal, customized sleep temperature, I have never slept better or woken up feeling more refreshed and energized. Chilly Sleep's luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep. Whether you sleep hot or cold, these sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. And for an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket, which is the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. Head over to thechillysleep.com Dr. Leaf to learn more and check out a special offer, available exclusively for cleaning up the mental mess with Dr. Leaf listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash drleaf to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. The link and details will be in the show notes. Next to the toxic untrue statement about you write the opposite statement. So for example, maybe you were told you'll never be good enough for anyone. Change this to I am good enough. I can do something no one else can do. You won't believe this at first, as I said, but follow through. So here's some more examples. So let's say someone has said to you, you are so sensitive, you are oversensitive. You can say, or you can write, I am aware and honor my emotions because they are valid. There is nothing wrong with feeling deeply. Maybe someone said to you, maybe one of those, sta- those distorted statements that was spoken over you was, you are so aggressive. Your counter, your reconceptualized statement would be, I am passionate. Not always able to channel it correctly, but I am learning. Next one, you always do that. The reconceptualization, I have done it in the past, but I am learning what to do and what not to do. My past does not define my future. See, these are the things you do in the recheck step. If you haven't done the the brain prep, the gather, the reflect, and the write, you're not going to get the same effect. Okay, so this has got to come at the right place or it doesn't wire in properly. Okay, the toxic doesn't wire out properly and the good doesn't wire in. Next statement, you are useless. That's the toxic. The reconceptualized, I am not someone else's definition of useful. I define for me what useful is. Toxic one, no one will ever be able to love you with your emotional highs and lows. Reconceptualization. The right person will love me for who I am and not for what I can, and, and for what I can offer the world. You can never get anything right. Healthy. I embrace mistakes as learning opportunities and choose not to love by anyone else's definitions or standards. So those are some examples of reconceptualizations. But you've got to have gone through the previous steps. And you're not going to get this all on day one, as I keep saying. It takes time to get these. And even in the 42 days, you'll get more and more insight. It's amazing how much growth will happen because that's the growth and stabilization phase. At day 21, this has become this. By day 42, it has become this, has grown into this. 
but age 63, we're looking at a real big, strong bush, a nice, beautiful insurance policy that is moving towards your identity. There's starting to be a shape behind the block. Okay. So in the recheck, you also allow yourself to remember. This is really important when you do the recheck. Allow yourself, give yourself permission to remember and mourn the loss of who you were before the trauma statements were spoken into your life. So there was a point where maybe there was no point. Maybe you can't even remember that far. But if you can, remember being happy and then the trauma happening. Remember, give yourself a chance to mourn who you were before. And maybe you can't, don't have memories before that. But give yourself a chance to still mourn who you know now you were or who you are and where, what you could have been at that stage and what you've lost. Like give yourself a chance to mourn. Okay? See who you have become since and decide broadly who you want to be. I'm going to read that to you again. So in the recheck, you also allow yourself to remember and mourn the loss of who you were before the trauma statements were spoken into your life. See who you have become since and decide broadly who you want to be. Last step, active reach. Remember you do this every day, 15 to 45 minutes for the first 21, 5 minutes or so for the next 42. Active reaches help you to rewire your identity and to anchor you daily as you rediscover your customized way of thinking as you find the angel inside. So the work that you do each day as you go into the business of the day, so you do this in the morning for five minutes, but then you go into the business of the day and you can get thrown off. So you need an anchoring statement to keep you back in your at, at the level that you've come in your work using the neurocycle that day. So that could be things like, if you you can tell yourself things like, if my brain changes in response to experience, then my brain can change in response to the new experiences that I create. So I'm changed creating a new experience. Or I see the past as that's what happened to me, but that's not who I am. Who I am is this beautiful forest. Another thing you can do is also get very comfortable with being with yourself, learn, learning to spend time just appreciating yourself. So take maybe five minutes in the day where you just think, hey, I'm amazing. And just think of how amazing you are. Just Tell yourself how amazing you are. Look at some great things that you've done. Really try and focus in on how beautiful and amazing you are and how much you can contribute to the world. And think of your dreams. What do you want to do? How do you want to help other people? How do you want to impact this life? What do you want to leave behind? What's your legacy? Spend maybe five minutes or one minute each day thinking about that and write it down. Okay, so those are some things that you can do. Here's another one. Here's another great one. Think of all the times you've given good advice to someone. That shows your your identity showing up so think of those these are all anchoring things to remind yourself that there is this beautiful core inside of you so you want to go back to the toxic identity you grab at the times that you of of your dreams of, of how you know you can impact the world or the great advice you gave someone so you go and transfer the tendency to move to the negative and think badly of yourself to the good advice you've given someone so it's a positive thing showing that your wisdom and your identity was showing through in those moments you grab those and you frame those and you focus on those to keep you anchored i hope this has helped you and i know and believe that you can restore your identity after trauma it's hard work but you can chip away at that block i know this works this is scientific dive in understand this get into the neurocycle get the book get the app and restore and recover your beautiful identity Remember, you can do something that no one else can do, and we need you. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. 
If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.